Welcome to the Decoded Podcast presented by GS1 US, where today's thought leaders help us crack the code on emerging technologies. Hello, everyone. I'm Reed Jackson, and I've been your host here on Decoded for a while now. And I'm very excited and a little bit sad at the same time. This is our last Decoded Podcast. Um, but it's not our last podcast. We're going to have a new name and we're starting a new channel. Um, just to kind of give you all some background. I mean, I've been a technologist. I love technology and, and, you know, the decoded podcast by GS1 US was kind of my idea. Um, in talking with a lot of people, I wanted to share all the other things we do at GS1 US that are really not re- directly related to our core standards. But we meet with a lot of technology companies and we're always interested in the intersection of technology and the use of standards. So with my background and my interest, uh, I kind of drummed up this idea and we just wanted to pilot it. We just wanted to test it out. And we learned a lot along the way. We had our starts and stops and we had our ups and downs. Um, but ultimately, it really got some good responses and some good feedback and and people were very interested. So the company has gotten together and we are going to expand this. And so it's not just going to be just technology. It's really going to be about supply chain moving forward. So with that, we are coming up with a new name um, and the new name of the uh, podcast will be Next Level Supply Chain with GS1 US. And we have a co-host, and I'm super excited to introduce Liz Serta. Liz, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be able to do this with you all. Liz, you know what this means is that I get to hand half of the work over to you now. Um, So I'm super excited to have you here with me. Mm -hmm, I bet you are. Uh, in all seriousness, Liz, why don't you just introduce yourself for everyone so they know you, you know your background, where you're coming from, yeah. and your perspective? Absolutely. So uh, Liz Sertle, Senior Director of Community Engagement. I work in the retail grocery space, and also I work with a lens of traceability to across um, all supply chains, so not just food, but apparel and healthcare and any really emerging supply chain that we haven't touched on with the standards. I have a long history in the CPG space, specifically beverages, and really have this passion for standards and how we can use standards to make supply chains more agile and help trading partners speak that same language so that they can do business more efficiently and focus on what they really need to do, which is keep us all as consumers happy and and get us their products and their services uh, more quickly and easily. Yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited to have you, Liz, and, and I think that you know our backgrounds and perspectives are really going to play nicely off one another. I mean, when I was introduced to GS1 by a former boss of mine introducing me to my current boss. Uh, for an open position, um, I was like, wait, wait a second. Th- this is a not-for-profit company. I- I've been in IT sales for 25 years. What are you doing? But the thing that excited me so much once I started the conversation with GS1 US was we do so much um, and it's for the betterment of industry. Um, so it was a really different perspective. So I'm super happy to have you on board. Liz, what are you looking forward to discussing uh, in in the new podcasts that are coming under next level supply chain? 
I mean, there's, there's so much, um, there's so much from a foundation that we can talk about just as simple as getting the word out about data quality, because all of these fun things that we can enable, um, with technology, we have to have good foundational, complete and accurate data. And while it may sound mundane, I'm so excited to bring folks who have, have really brought this to light and talk about the benefits of it. How do we have a more traceable system? How do we know where things are in a supply chain in a quick and efficient way? Using the standards, bringing new voices in that we haven't heard before, but ultimately bringing the industry together to solve these business problems. Whether you're um, a peer, a competitor, we're able to do this in this neutral way. Reed was talking about the non-for-profit. It just enables us to solve these business problems using standards. Um, and I'm just so very excited to be able to talk to this, this range of people from technology, from the consumer, from marketplaces, to talk about all of this and how we can do it better. You know, you, you bring up data quality and, and I will tell you that some of the folks in, in the circles I, I swim in, oh, data quality is so boring. It's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but I had a very interesting conversation with um, some folks over at Google. And uh, this is about a year and a half ago. It was at our GS1 Connect user conference uh, back when we were face to face. And the they even said they're like, yeah, we told folks we were coming to GS1 and they're like the data quality people. And um, they turned around and said, well, guess what? None of our automation will be possible without good, strong data quality. And now here we are, it's 2021. We're in the middle or done or through or whatever part of this pandemic that we're all dealing with. Um, the grocery industry, even prior to this, was starting to see the issues with it, moving to automation, but the pandemic forced them to deal with it. Um, perfect, simple example. Order online, pick up in store, pick up curbside, or have it delivered. We had grocery stores that had 37 different flavors of ice cream, but they were all labeled as vanilla or chocolate. In the physical world, that's not a problem for the grocery store. Their inventory counts are the same. It's ice cream. The flavor was not particularly important to them, but um, the the customers could come in and they can see which ones and they pull them off the shelf and, and they went through it. Now, I have some other thoughts and beliefs on the importance of the information there, but for them in their physical real world, it didn't matter. As soon as they tried to do that with an online ordering service, it exposed how broken the system was um, because data quality at that point is, it is, it's the premium. It's, it's the, it's the linchpin. It's really the differentiator. So now when people wanted to order Rocky road or mint chocolate chip or pecan, um, it was only listed as vanilla or chocolate. So that exposed them uh, heavily. So I I'm super excited to talk about that as well, Liz. Are there any other topics that you're um, excited to talk about? I mean, when you start talking about the barcode, um, what's next? What It's been on packages for, for 40 plus years. Um, what's next? And what happens with the consumer interaction? 
with that barcode. There's so much out there that I think that we can learn and that we can share. Um, there, there's just, and, and there's so there's a list of things that I could talk about. I think that's one of the things though that that really excites me because it's it's new. We're at this horizon of of what what can we do with a 2D barcode? What kind of information can we have on there and interact both from a, a supply chain internal four walls, but also a consumer experience? Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to talk about that too. But I, Liz, again, I'm sorry. I, I just I have to admit this. I know that some of my technology friends are rolling their <laughs> eyes right now. They're rolling their eyes going, really? Like 2D barcodes have been around for a long time or on RFID and, you know, NFC and, and all these other things. But what my technology friends don't realize is, is that even when the barcode came out over 40 years ago, it took a long time for adoption. I mean, I, I was in, uh, you know, w- working for uh, a networking company, putting in the internet routers and switches and firewalls back in the 90s. Well, guess what? Not everyone had access to the internet in the 90s. And it took a long adoption. And it was one building at a time. And, you know, campuses were then built with LANs and WANs for us older folks, local area networks and wide area networks. Sometimes it was just you had access within the building. That was it. You couldn't talk to another building. So it's very similar here with the 2D barcode and other information. Um, and I'm excited to talk about Sunrise 2027, yep. uh, where we're asking retail to uh, to make that adoption and be ready to handle. Some retailers can handle 2D barcodes. Some can't. Um, but I agree with you. I think that's going to be very, very exciting. I have one for you, Liz, and I'd love to get your comments on it. And it's circular economy. Um, the globe gets smaller every day. Uh, my kids are YouTube kids and they learn so much about the world, good, bad, and indifferent from these short clip videos and TikToks and other things, but they're much more globally aware than I ever was at, you know, 11, 12, and 13 years of age. Um, and they, they have these grown up conversations with me. But there are significant challenges to circular economy. Um, I think it's something personally we should be going for. Um, But I'm excited to talk about the good and the bad and and to bring industry together. Do you have any comments on on your point of view of circular? I do. And it's I feel like it's been something that folks have touched on a lot recently. It, It seems to be that that term that keeps coming up with, you know, sustainability and circular economy. We're actually ha- having discussions with um, a work group that the World Economic Forum has brought together with various players um, from apparel, from food, to try to understand what, you know, we can do as a global space to bring all of this. Okay, hold on. Did, did, it, I'm, I'm scared to say this because it's like saying, you know, Alexa in a house and, and the Alexa goes, well, what can I help you with? But when you say food, does your dog just automatically start barking? I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely does. So yes, I'll have to avoid using that word. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Liz, but I, I think folks and, and Liz, I want you to continue your spot here, but I'm super excited to be, talking with Liz here. Um, not only is she a great person and has a great sense of humor, but the amount of knowledge and experience she has that, you know, 
is going to bring to this new podcast. I'm really excited about it. So, um, Liz, I'm sorry. Continue talking about supply chain and yes, and food and food. And food. They have to um, really again. No, so so the World Economic Forum is trying to bring this group of folks together to solve circular economy, to talk about traceability, and to try to make you know the world a better place. And so I think that folks are starting to see um, and solve for for these issues. And and you're right, the kids of today are bringing this both from school and YouTube and and. Getting ahead of it is just an exciting topic that I think we all um, can learn about and share information about. Yeah. And what's the dog's name, Liz? Her name's Sadie. She's she's a thrill unless you say food or a, a truck drives by. And, and baby as in don't put baby in the corner? <laughs> Sadie. <laughs> I need to work on my enunciation. That's the thing I think we learned also about living through 2020 is this technology People have gotten to know kids' names, dogs' names, how technology comes in and out. So, so thank you all for your patience while uh, Sadie and I continue to to work through the day. Uh, Sadie, I thought it was baby. See, it, yeah. was, it must have been a um, well. Anyway, uh, uh, we're we're happy to have Sadie with us as well, and, and maybe she can be a part of like every episode. Yeah, that that would be great. She would love it. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I mean, um, the Decoded uh, podcast um, was a really great experience for me um, personally, professionally, the, the people I got to meet, um, the topics we got to talk about, um, you know, just, you know, talking with Alexet folks about computer vision and synthetic modeling um, just blew me away, um, you, you know, talking about IoT um, and, and just all the topics, I mean, we're not going to move away from those. Those are still going to be in, um, our, our next level supply chain. We were doing about an episode once a month, and then we had some challenges with COVID and some other things that happened and caused some delays. Um, and then we doubled down. Now our episodes are going to be every other week. Um, so, a little bit more work for uh, Liz and I, but I'm so glad that she's here to help us out. But we are, we're still going to talk about, um, you know, supply chains and resilience versus efficiencies, um, you know, and how process and standards are impacting it, but how technology is impacting it. We will also have um, continue with our guests uh, from industry and um, from retail and healthcare and supply chain and startups and in and internal folks too, right? Experts um, that have been in the industry for a long, long time. And we'll be talking with um, folks from academia um, and, and so on. So I think, you know, if you enjoyed the Decoded podcast, um, I, I'm safe to say that the, the next level supply chain is, is going to be just as good, if not twice as good because we have Liz and another team behind this and, and, um, and some more topics. So Liz, I I'm super excited to have you. I'm sad that decoded is going away, but, um, this isn't a goodbye. This is just, we'll see you later and please check us out on the next level supply chain with GS one us. <laughs>